on the 20th day of April in an early year of a decade not too far from our own. The gaming community suddenly encountered a deadly threat to its gaming experience. And this terrifying enemy surfaced, as such enemies often do, in the most obvious and only place you actually go for games. Welcome to GameStop. Okay, I see one, two, three. That guy is stealing that controller. Four, five people in front of me. This should only take about 30 minutes, as long as nothing. Hey, party people. Yo, what's up, mama? Yes. What's this family discount looking like on one of these Xbox Ones? A new Xbox is $400. A used one is $300. Now, if you get... Nah, baby. What's this family discount looking like? Sir, I don't know you. We ain't family. Oh, yes we is. Sir, I don't even know your name. Of course you do, honey. Everybody knows my name is Iceberg. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Iceberg? That sounds like a made-up name to me. Plus, I think I would remember being related to an iceberg. What's the price on a new Xbox One again? New, 400. Used, 300. Chill, baby. I'll be back. You know me now. Here. You, you in the building? I'm trying to be hype. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to. I'm trying to enter my and in, trying to channel my inner funk master. Turn it down a teeny bit. Him, not me. Yeah, I'm trying to channel my inner. That was way too much. Funk master <laughs> flex. Yeah, right there. That should be good. So what's up, Joe? Safe for don't get gassed. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. you need a soundboard and everything. <laughs> you, need, you need all the buttons. And <laughs> 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 yeah. we, we can um, we can arrange that. We have a way of doing that. You definitely need that. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to little Yachty. So what's good, Joe? Tell tell the the viewers at home, the listeners at home, who you are, what you're about. Uh, yeah, like you said, name's Joe. Uh, I'm a teacher. Work with the kids, uh, coach football. Overall, great guy. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I can attest. Wait, to that. wait, wait. Don't like the, you know, This well. is the second football reference like you made since I've been around you. So that means you know about football, right? Yeah. What is up with that Super Bowl that happened? Oh God, I don't. Even, it, like, I mean, like, because half of a city was on fire for a little bit. So I, like, I think <laughs> the wrong person lost. Well, that's not the wrong for the Eagles. That's the Eagles for you. They won. They and, won and they burned. And they city. burned half their city down. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's why I hate the Eagles. I mean, that Super Bowl was like a. Why? Oh, okay, all right. That Super Bowl was like, it was like probably the worst thing to watch. I mean, <laughs> wait. A, as far as like a game goes, was it like a boring game? Well, I mean, or? no. It was. I mean, it was a great game. It's just that I'm a Giants fan, 
So it's like, what does that mean? This is the, I'm watching the Patriots and the Eagles, two teams that I, you kind of hate the most, besides like the Cowboys just going at it. Like, I mean, I, the Patriots, yeah, we had their number. We beat them two two Super Bowls. So great, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Only we can beat you. But then to, to see our rivals, the Eagles, beat them is like, now it's like, like, it's like undescribable so, pain. It just hurts so to watch some them be good. My favorite thing about the Super Bowl is as much as people root for teams, people who have nothing invested, like like there's just something to root against. You know, it's like I don't want this guy to win because he beat us back in '84, and like we had this long-standing rivalry. So I'm on the other guy's team despite they're our rivals. Right, right. You know, like we just like it seems like they just don't want the Patriots to win. That's what every Super Bowl has boiled down to. Well, I mean, that I've heard of at this point, it was kind of like a. Everybody against the world, kind of, everybody, everybody against the Patriots, kind of thing. Like everybody gets tired of watching the Patriots buy games. Tired of them. wait, they buy games. It seems like it. Like these guys pull rules out the rule book that people haven't seen in five and ten years, only for the Patriots games. <laughs> like to me, it's just like I, I don't know. Like at this point, like there was memes about it all over the internet, talking about like every team and, and every supporter of every other team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Was against the Patriots, and when the Patriots lost, everybody laughed. It didn't matter who you were a team, a fan of, as long as the Patriots lost. If you saw, what the, if you're a Patriots fan? Yeah, what if you're a Patriots fan? Well, then nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Your opinions are valid. Yeah, yeah so we could care less if you win or lose. Like we, we don't care. We're happy you lost. Get off the field. Like that's how I felt. I was happy. I watched Tom Brady walk off the field with his head down low. It was the highlight of my Sunday. I was drinking. I had some food, and I watched them lose. Damn, perfect. That sounds like a good weekend. For perfect you. weekend. Damn right. Uh, I'm gonna explain a little bit about how me and Joe met. We uh, we work at a camp together. We're uh, you've been working there. You've been working there since fifteen, twenty fifteen, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And I've been working there since two thousand and ten. No, 2011. Well, explain what the camp is, because there are some people who aren't familiar with your bio. So you okay. and Joe used to. Uh, we were counselors at a camp for uh, mentally handicapped adults. Uh, it's run out of uh, a small town in New Jersey that we both grew up kind of in. Well, I grew up in a lot of different places, but that's where I went to high school. <laughs> And uh, yeah, uh, Joe actually came. I I didn't go one year to camp. I didn't. I I, I had something else to do that summer. Uh, and Joe came that year. And then the next year, I came back, and Joe was there. And all of a sudden, it's like, who is this new guy? Like, I feel like you replaced him for that year, didn't you? Were you like the new Ariel? I'm the sure block? there was a lot of references like that when I was gone. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. It was. I was the guy of the camp. I was, the, and that was like the, the camp muscle and all that stuff. So when he came back. I, it was a big burden lifted off my shoulders because <laughs> he took all that back. Both I literally just... and metaphorically. <sighs> yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's how me and Joe know each other. We've got we've been through a lot together. Oh, God. Yeah. Too, too, too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I heard I, I've hear, I heard about some of the things that you and Ari go through on a daily basis at that job, especially you guys being like the muscle, you know. It, it, it seems to get pretty hairy. I don't know. Can you describe me a situation? What's the craziest 
the funniest, craziest situation that's ever happened with a camper or just uh, like misorganization within misorganization too much. Too. <laughs> like you guys go to a field trip to like a movie theater and the movie theater was burned down like 20 years ago. Oh, we could talk uh, about the time. All right. So we, we do a movie camp with them every Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So we went to the first one. No, what happened was there was a lot of people that was late one morning. And we were like, all right, we're not going to. Well, make- you guys go see. Well, explain. You guys go see movies every like Tuesday. Every, right? you take every Wednesday, Tuesday Wednesday. in the Wednesday. morning, we go we go see a movie. As soon as the campers get there, we go around the bus. Yeah. And go to the movies. Yeah. Go and oh, you were already there, right? You were already there in the morning and you told us or was it somebody was there? Trying to get tickets for us and they were gone. Yeah, that was you. Yeah, you were so. there. You were there, yeah, and they, yeah. there was a camp that came in before us and took all and the took tickets. like a hundred tickets. Yeah, wow. Yeah, there was only room for like two hundred, and they took like a hundred eighty-seven yeah. of them, or like hundred and twelve yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. And so we were like, "Shit, we don't. <laughs> what do we do?" So like, we we were like, "Let's drive." To that direction, anyways. Because <laughs> oh. he called. We were all on the bus. We were already all going yeah. to the movies. So we're like, all right, let's go pick them up and we'll figure it out. <laughs> and so we picked Joe up, and it's through a bow tie cinema movie camp. Mm-hmm. So I looked up. There were a couple in the area, and we ended up going to one, the one in Montclair, right? Yeah. Yeah, Bellevue, mm-hmm. which is no longer there. Yeah, no. Um, no. R.I.P. Uh, so we we went there. That was a nightmare, but yeah, also like a weird blessing in disguise. What did you see? <sighs> no, it was just. So we got there, <laughs> and we we go to the dude, and the dude's like, "Yeah, we got tickets for enough of you." And we're like, "Yes!" So we go there, and we have. So I don't know if you've ever been to Bellevue. You have been to Bellevue yes. with me, right? But describe it for the listeners. Bellevue at home. is a very very old cottage looking like building. You know what I'm talking about. It has like that weird window in the front. <laughs> I feel like it's that like Jersey colonial architecture. Like you see some of it yeah, in it South Orange like too. It looks like a weird plantation. <laughs> the, little, the little matinee thing on the front. Yes, yeah. yeah. Black sign. And yeah, there's a yeah. stage in the back of that too. There's a stage at the top floor. Anyway. Yeah. There are no elevators uh-huh. in the entire building and... They were like your movie theaters on the third floor. Just about six flights of stairs. Six flights, <laughs> yeah. Like, and uh, we have campers who aren't extremely mobile. Yeah, and Let's put it like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and one of them saw the stairs, no elevator, and was like, Mm-mm, "I'm not doing this. <laughs> not happening." So she almost threw a tantrum, and we were like, uh, "Okay, mm-hmm. calm down. We'll go with you." We went slow. I think the way I got her to get up, the, I was like, chase me. And she did. She got up the stairs. We got yep. up the stairs. No seats. Yep. All no seats top. available. Seats and, are, uh, yeah. And well, we were like, oh, no, 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 no. What do we do? And we, we looked to the theater next to us. It says Cars 3 playing now. And we're like, should we just sneak in? We, we can just sneak in. What, like, who's going to notice? And we, we opted out of that. And, and then the guy... Cause I we talked to the guy in charge and he was like, "There's more seats in the one downstairs." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "So why'd you tell us to go up to the one?" In the, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? So we're already up the stairs and everyone starts to go back down. And the one that was having trouble going up the stairs is now like, "I'm not going back Full down on the stairs." Mode. And eventually we got her to calm down mm-hmm. and she came down the steps. She also has a problem with going to the movies sometimes. Yeah. Like she doesn't sit there; yeah, she'll just nah. like leave. <laughs> we had to sit her all the way at the end. I we gotta see block this. her in. Yeah, 
You got to block her. If she if she's not sitting next to someone who's constantly paying attention to her <laughs> or is all the way in, she'll just leave. Yeah. Uh, and every time she's like, I have to go to the bathroom. It's a lie. Yep. Don't don't listen to her. <laughs> she doesn't have to go to the bathroom. She's going to take you out of the theater. Out. And then that's it. You're never getting her back in. <laughs> we learned that the hard way a couple of times. Yeah. Too many times. Too many to times. Go into, yeah. man. Oh, no, man. but it's a, it's a fun camp. We yeah. have fun. Definitely have fun. We retired yeah. though. Yo, uh, nah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. We, wait, the, wait, the we hung up the jersey. Like, yeah, that's it. Hey, yeah, yeah. You retired too. We retired. Jerseys in the rafters. Yep, it's over. We walked away, man. Oh, that was down. it, huh? Yeah, man, it's over. And it's not because of the campers. Nah, nah, never, never because of them. It's on the other things. I mean, yeah. let's let's be real. You Time work for on. a public, you know, town service, so we all know how organized and efficient those institutions are. I mean, it could be better. Yeah, yeah. but it could have definitely been a lot worse. Oh yeah. It was a blessing to, to do. Yeah. But I think last year was the year that shit just started falling through the cracks. Yeah. Like, was, very noticeably. Yeah. yeah. I, I think a lot of the times we did a lot of things to cover up a lot of, like, a lot of the, yeah, you know, obvious things that were not good about it. But last year was like, all right, this is it. Time, yeah. to, time to move on. <laughs> yeah. We got other things we can do. And mm. always have love for that place. But Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was time to move on, do something else in life. I feel you. I feel you. Especially, it started off as like a high school job for well, not a high school job for you because it was post high school. Yeah. But like, yeah. I know you are. You've been doing this for yeah, like, yeah, for about I think seven years now. I was doing it, but like, it's not seven years like total. It's like on seven summers. So, <laughs> was that like a year? Yeah, something like that. That's seven years. That's one year. Uh, well, okay. Time actually, time wise, it's actually seven months. No, fourteen months. So a year, a and year like and two months. months. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically, I only did like two or three years. Or three years, I think. Three. three years. You got like six months under the belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't work that no, wait, much. It's nah. a six-week camp. <laughs> <laughs> What's six weeks times seven? Uh, forty-two weeks. It's not even a year. Damn. Nah. Nah. Damn, you haven't been working there a year, man. Yeah, nah. You couldn't even put that on your resume. Nah. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I do. According to my resume, I worked there three years. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I'm not going to put six weeks of work in a summer camp and I quit. That nah, yeah. nah, does not look good. No, it doesn't. <laughs> not at all. Oh, man. All right. Only three people in front of me. Is everyone in this line here for God of War? Yeah. Excuse me. Can I cut in front of you? No, bitch, you can't cut in. That's how lines work. Thank you. Hi, I need to return this PlayStation. Okay. Do you have a receipt? No. Are you a Power Up Rewards member? No. Was the console purchased from this store? It was brought... From a store? Hey, I'm short on time. Can I return this in Virginia? Excuse me? I need to start driving to Virginia soon. Can I return this there? Well, you can return it there as long as you- Thanks! Bye! I'm here to talk with today about a very special breed of comics that I think are just great. I think they're the best comics that I've ever read. It's a, it's a, it's a uh, relatively unknown, I would say. People know about it? All right. Uh, <laughs> thing that- Thing that, all right, well, I'm not a big comics guy except for these comics uh, that DC did called the Elseworlds storyline, where if you don't know, basically all they did, they would take these DC heroes 
and they just put them in other storylines. Like I read one the other day that was truly, truly terrible. Call where the where, where Batman was the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> it's a hundred percent true. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that's just one example. That one's awful, but I loved it. Uh, I have so many more that I want to read, but I just read one today that I really want to tell you all about, and I have it in front of me for reference because I want to specifically tell you in depth what the plot is. It is called Teen Titans Lost Annual. Uh, Teen Titans Lost Annual. The original team sensation returns for an out-of-this-world adventure. Shocking presidential guest star. So it opens with the, the Teen Titan characters that we'll get in this issue. Wonder Girl, Kid Flash, Speedy, Robin, and they never say his name because he's not really a part of the adventure. What's fucking... Oh, no. Aquaman's like a little bitch. Aqualad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> they all Robin calls them all to the um the Teen Titans lair. Um so apparently okay, also I have to mention that this takes place in the nineteen sixties, the early sixties, because uh John F. Kennedy is the president. And uh they ru- he rushes them all to the center and he's like Guys, check this out. It's just JFK giving a speech. And they're like, so? And they're like, no, that's an imposter. Robin says, no, that's an imposter. The President Kennedy has been kidnapped. And they're like, Robin, I think you're a little crazy. And Robin goes, no, 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 no. Here's how I know. So Robin, this is all flashback. Robin went to the White House for, quote, the magazine we plan to publish. As the Teen Titans <laughs> to meet President Kennedy and for a private tour. And President Kennedy's just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and he just like takes him all around the White House, lets him spend the night in the Lincoln bedroom. <laughs> and then in the middle of the night, Robin gets up to like take a piss or something. And he sees outside all of the security guards or the Secret Service agents are just frozen. And he's like, fuck's going on? And he goes downstairs to see... A race of aliens, but they're like the—they look like the Beatles. Like they're the weirdest fucking aliens. Look at these things. They're—they have like bowl cuts and they're wearing like slim suits, but their skin is blue. Like they look like the Beatles, like straight up. I wouldn't even be surprised if that's where the inspiration was drawn. Uh, kidnapping President Kennedy and replacing him with like a robot Kennedy <laughs> uh, to take him back to their planet, which is called Illustro. Illustro. I don't fucking know. So they take him to space, and the next the next day, this is how Robin knew that they replace him. The next day, he just he's, he goes to the Secret Service. He's like, guys, some aliens just fucking kidnapped the president. And, but the but President Kennedy's right there. He's like, good morning, guys. What's going on? So Robin's like, something's up. And so he's told all this story to all of the Teen Titans. They don't believe him. They're like, Robin, you are insane. <laughs> like, and he's but but he's like, but you're the Teen Titans, so you have to come with me. And they're like, okay. And they're like, let's do it. Uh, Aqualad doesn't come with them. <laughs> Aqualad stays behind because he says, "Wish I were going with you, but someone's got to hold down the fort." <laughs> yeah. So what would he do? So they they land on the planet. It has two sons, and they're uh, confronted by the, these fucking Beatles guys with aliens with ray guns. Um. So first, the Fla- kid Flash like runs around and steals all their guns. He's like, "Ha ha! How are you gonna get us out any guns?" And then Robin's like, "Wait." We come in peace. 
Which, no, they don't. <laughs> He's like, he literally says, we're here on a pe- peaceful mission. And then he kneels down and he goes, we come in peace. We just want to know, why'd you kidnap our president? I was like, well, that wouldn't be a peace mission. And then all of a sudden, one of the fucking, the leader of this fucking pack goes, come, this is something for Gwinnett to decide. <laughs> oh, so then we meet Gwinnett. <laughs> Which is, he's just a fucking brain in a tube with eyes and uh, lips. Like, he looks like a fucking demon. That's Gwinnett. That's their, like, their leader, but not really, as you'll find out soon enough. So Gwinnett's like this. Gwinnett tells the story. Their plan, the reason why they kidnap the president is because their planet is an eternal war that never ends. With these people that they call, fuck, what do they call them? The Violators. Uh, they, look like, they look like Harry. No, Harry, like. 1970s black exploitation characters like they're they're clearly black they have like big hair they have they're very so i don't know if they're trying to make a statement about something that's what that's what made me think this was written in the 60s i was like this is kind of a little racist but all right i'll go with it and uh so gwinnett explains them how he was once a just a normal fucking illustro alien and then he got his head chopped off by one of the violators and uh, they, one of their scientists saved his brain and put it in this fucking machine. So now he uh, fucking just lives in this machine and just gives orders. Uh, so then he explains that the reason they took Kennedy because they wanted a leader who had military experience to help them win their war with the violators. <laughs> um, and so then at that very moment, the violators come in for an attack and so the Teen Titans are like, all right, we'll help you out just so that we get... Because they're like, Gwinnett's like, as soon as the war is over, we'll give you President Kennedy back. And so they're like, all right, so let's help end this war. So they start fighting the, the violators. Wonder Girl's doing her thing. You know, Speedy's shooting some arrows. Kid Flash is running all over the place. During this fight, Robin goes to see President Kennedy. He's like, I just want to talk to President Kennedy. Like, dude, what the fuck? Like, why are you going along with this? And he finds out that they've brainwashed President Kennedy to forget everything about his past and to just think that he is the leader of these people. Still has the military expertise and the smarts and the leadership that they're fucking looking for, but he just he just is like, I have no memory of Earth or whatever. What, what is this Earth you speak of? And uh, so, all right, so then something fucking truly bizarre happens. So Wonder Girl is fighting one specific violator, and they're going at it, having a tense fight, really sweet and then he defeat she defeats him and he's on the floor and they just start making out and then he goes no and then he goes he goes i had a dream that i was unconscious unconscious and had lost a fight and that my foe had kissed me and then wonder girl's like oh yeah a dream (laughs) she she kisses him let's make no mistake no bones about it she kisses him then they immediately fall in love he's like i want to make you my wife and she's like okay (laughs) I mean they are teenage titans so you know so robin's talking to fucking president kennedy who doesn't recall his 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 ba- past life they like they let him keep some of his military memories so he'd have the expertise but they like subbed it out with alien shit uh like he's like oh i've been here since my leadership of the voltec navy in their war on our planet and robin's like oh shit voltec navy is just the u.s navy and he's talking about world war ii um so Robin, so they let in Wonder Girl and the Voyager because they think, or Violator, because they think that, you know, she got one. And they're like, oh, it's her slave. But she's on there. She's full on their side now. Like, in a heartbeat, she is with them. And uh, 
<laughs> yeah, this is her husband. Uh, so he he also kind of talks through it at this point. You get a little backstory. He's like, they always say it's a never-ending war, but we've tried to bring up peace many times. They just want to keep fighting, so we keep fighting. Well, you know, there's a little bit of politics involved. So, yeah, Wonder Girl full-on betrays them and goes back to the Voyagers. And Robin goes, I have a plan. Right now, Robin's plan has two faucets. He goes back to Earth disguises himself as Dick Grayson and meets President Kennedy, air quotes, the robot President Kennedy. I don't know. So the only reason he wanted to do this is so he could get in the White House and steal President Kennedy's war hat because his big plan was to put President Kennedy in the same situation that he was in when he was in World War II and have him put on his lucky hat and just hope that it jolts his memory about like who he is and about USA and Earth. Uh, so, like, Robin comes back, and he, and he gives him the fucking hat, and he's like, this was, uh, this hat was great luck to a lead, a a great leader on our earth, you should wear it, and he's like, okay, and then they do a mission, one final, they're like, all right, we're gonna go after the, the Voyagers, the Violators one last time, and we're gonna fucking wipe, wipe them out, they're big mission, so there's this big fight, and then Robin, to simulate, which, by the way, the Violator side includes Wonder Girl at this point. Um, so it's a little bit harder of a fight. Uh, so Robin's big, phase two of his big plan is apparently, I don't know history very well, but JFK was in a, a shipwreck when he was in the Navy. And so to simulate that, Robin takes another spaceship and crashes it into the spaceship that, J- that JFK is on. And it, his plan immediately works. Like immediately John Kennedy's like, <gasps> The Navy! America! And he just fucking, like, returns to normal, and he negotiates peace talks between these two fucking sides, between the aliens and the fucking Voyagers. And he's like, he's like, I haven't even gotten to the most bananas part, the part where I literally looked at Ariel earlier and was in awe. Like, it was, okay, so, Wonder Girl randomly comes back. They're about to leave, and Wonder Girl just comes back, and she's like, she goes, she goes, I came to my senses just in time. He's no lover. He proposed to me, said I would make a fine wife. Wife number four. <laughs> he has three wives. <laughs> so she's like, I'm not into this. And so they, they go back to Earth, the Titans and President Kennedy. <laughs> they get back and Aqualad's like, and Aqualad comes running in and goes, oh, there's a problem. Turn on the TV. Robot Kennedy has been assassinated <laughs> by, by Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> It's like footage of like JFK's junior saluting the casket at the funeral and he's like, Dear God and he's like, I can't come back now. People will fucking lose their minds. <laughs> so he tells the Teen Titans to fucking send him back to space and he lives out the rest the real JFK lives out the rest of his days as a fucking space adventure moon man. So what this comic book is trying to say is that the Kennedy that got murdered was actually a robot. And then the real President Kennedy is up in space fighting monsters. Finally, my turn. Welcome to GameStop. I know where I am. What can I do for... Hold on. Peter! Yeah? I need to check something in the back. Don't wait for me. Sir, Peter will ring you up. Hi, welcome to GameStop. Are you a Power Up Rewards member? Would you like me to unknowingly sign you up for Game Informer for the next 12 months? God of War! Okay, let me just get that. Yo! Oh no. You played as Dragon Ball Fighters? No. Yeah, I have. 
Is it good? Yeah, dude, it's great. The controls are fluid, and combos are easy to pull off, and... Can we finish this transaction? Nah, that game is bullshit. How the fuck is Yamcha gonna fight Beerus and Frieza? It's not about power levels, it's about heart. Peter, stay with me, man. I need God of War and that code for the pre-order bonus. Oh, code. yes. Uh, are you a Power Up Rewards member? You literally just asked me that. Okay, one, just one second. Um, would you like to pre-order anything else? No. You could save up twenty percent no. if you. No. Okay. I mean, uh, sorry. Okay, all set. I hate this place. Thank you for shopping at GameStop. We all do. But you'll be back. Hey guys, thank you for listening to our episode. Ariel says thank you. Uh, special shout out to Joe and JD for coming through with both of their segments. Uh, really great stuff, guys. And special shout out to uh, Matt Lopez and Lena Zarlinga for assisting in voice work for the GameStop sketch. Uh, thanks again, guys. Everyone, we couldn't have done this without you guys. We really owe it to you. And, and be sure to follow Bogart and Hanson on Instagram and on Twitter, and like us on Facebook. That way, you can be in the running for our Facebook Follower of the Week. Last month's prize was a whopping $120. You can find pictures of the $120 on our Instagram and on our website at bogartandhanson.com. That is www.bogartandhanson.com. All right, plug's over. Finally, God of War. Man, I haven't pre-ordered a game in years. This is gonna be epic. Wait, where's the code? <laughs>